Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Again, I take full responsibility, and we put measures in place to, uh, uh, to address uh, the, uh, the shortcomings. Are you surprised the president didn't call for your resignation? I'm surprised, but are you surprised that he didn't call for your resignation? The president has expressed, expressed full faith and confidence in me. So you're not surprised that he didn't call for your resignation. Is it typical that the president would go three days without talking to his secretary of defense? Is that typical, or is that a regular posture? Do you usually go days without talking to the commander? In I mean, that can happen. It depends on if, whether or not the president's uh, on, on, uh, on travel, if I'm on travel. Uh, there are times when we, we do go days without direct communication. So the, the big issue for me here is either the president is that aloof or you are irrelevant. Which one is it, Mr. Secretary? That you would go three, That the president would go three days without knowing that his secretary of defense is is not on the job. It's neither. Uh, the president is not aloof, and, uh, and I am, uh, I participate in, uh, in all of the uh, uh, Let me ask you this. Well, on January 2nd, while you were in the hospital, President Biden was vacationing in the Caribbean. Your deputy, who the president didn't even know had operational control, was on a beach in Puerto Rico. What kind of message does that send to our adversaries? Uh, the key piece is that, number one, uh, the deputy has uh, the ability to, uh, uh, she has access to secure communications. She has the ability to participate in decision-making uh, processes from wherever she is. Mr. Secretary, our, our, our adversaries should fear us. And what you've done has embarrassed us. And let, let me sum this up by this. A leading Chinese propaganda outlet said that what, hap what happened to you exposed, quote, internal chaos. A leading Russian propaganda outlet said that your disappearance, quote, effectively compromised the gentleman's time's expired. Chair, not recognizes the chair. Chair, not recognizes the ranking member. Got to fade that out at the end. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I need to. I, you know what? Send it no, over. Okay, all right. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, he embarrassed us, but he, and, and I and look, and I ain't saying you wrong. I mean, I I I'm not saying Banks is wrong because he because that's what we've been asking for. We've been accountability, accountability, accountability. I love accountability. I got many whippings because I I mean because I need to be held accountable for stuff, and that's why I'm so big on accountability for everybody because I got butt whippings for accountability when I was growing up. So everybody <laughs> needs to dance to the tune of the belt when it comes to accountability. But even though I think it's funny, he said uh, that other countries that, that he was embarrassing. That right there is embarrassing. That you have to call out a, a military director, the top chief, the head dog, and basically just lay him out to the dogs and that goes worldwide i mean honestly and 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 and, and that's what i want for us to keep doing to the uniparty is we call them out no matter who it is no matter how thank you De- yeah debbie's back look at that <laughs> giddy up debbie. welcome back debbie look at debbie yeah debbie's back but that's what I, but that's what we need to do to politicians and lawmakers i don't care who it is we need to put the whip to them okay hold him accountable let me introduce godfather conservative radio mr oh hello wayne and j rob uh, ladies and gentlemen uh it's a little personal to me uh lloyd austin was my core commander when i was in iraq oh it was a multinational corps Iraq MNCI commander that I was under. Call him that right. Let me also introduce the youngling of uh, Muslim Minnesota, Muslim Soda. See, I don't even say it too much anymore for you, Jason. I, I forgot how to say it. Jason Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, hey. Happy Thursday, everybody. And today is a great day to hit the subscribe and the share button. Do us a favor. Help us beat the big tech algorithm. That's There's right. people that don't want to hear this. That's right. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to share it. We got people in high places that won't come on the show. We have people in low places. You know what? I, I went on Twitter, uh, Twitter X last night. I decided because... You have your DMs. They're DMs on Twitter. Yes. But there's no way to get rid of them. I know, right? There's no way to get rid of old ones unless you manually delete them. And then on top of that, even if you delete it on your side, the other person still got it. Yes. That's stupid. Go. Get out of here. Um, did y'all see the, uh, the thumb? Oh, you had a thumb? Yeah, it was probably yeah. Debbie. She's back. She cracked the code. Yeah, it's dumb. So here I am. Let's see. It's 2024. I got back all the way down to 2017. Like two and a half hours. I delete, 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 leave, leave, delete, delete. And I was like, this is ridiculous that I have to manually do this like this. I mean, even, even Facebook gives you a little... Uh, select all it doesn't do all at the same time but select all and then it does whatever on the screen uh, you know who else does that spreaker 
Sprinkler does the same thing? I can't go in there and delete my show unless I delete each individual episode first. You know what? I think I ran into that when I left Spreaker. I think so. Yeah, well. So they get to continually monetize my stuff mm-hmm. even when I'm gone. Yep. Well, it's not, it's not going to happen because I'm going to spend a late night or two myself. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm we, just going to hire a grandkid to hit the yeah, right. box. <laughs> Jay knows what time it is. Jay knows what time it is. It'd be like $25. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing, too. And the reason why I brought it up is because there were so many conversations in the past. All those people. That left conversations, and I, and you know what? I have to apologize. I didn't see him. I didn't see him. I mean, I'm looking at stuff from 2018, 2019, and I stopped on 2017 because I was like, I got to get back in the house cards. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found Actually, out we don't we don't have a Netflix account anymore. I found that out the other night. Oops. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but um. And I messed up the the uh, the clip that I showed about them being survivors and stuff. That's not the one that broke it up. That's not the one that messed up everything. That's not the one that set everything. Up. It's the one where he was in the Oval Office and he grabbed her by the chin and said, "You gonna do what I tell you to do when I wanted you to do it." And if you, he's like, "You ain't gonna end me. You <laughs> don't you know I have everything in my power to to." So that you won't do he was telling his wife, his wife was like, Okay, I'm going to Texas. I'm gonna be my mom, yeah. But um yeah, I mean yeah, I, you're I, deep I, in it. Hey, I am, I am. We're gonna I have am. these special house of cards episodes. It's almost over, man. He's damn near to the end. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was the first election. Oh, yeah. This Not is the like a, a special Sunday Scott. night episode, it, and we'll it wasn't those tulips. She growing. got some tulips. No, wait, wait, what? There was that, that something about the tulips in front of their house that, that she planted or something. I never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. With um the writer and stuff, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm past that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm past that. He's watching eight eight episodes a night, man. That's why I you don't know. sleep. <laughs> Wait a minute. Rewind, rewind. Actually, actually. Actually, on House of Cards, I don't know how I missed this because I, I I know I've watched this thing four or five times. I didn't know they had a fight. Oh, just I didn't be know. Glad, that- be glad you don't drink beer. I got to go back and rewatch every time I try to binge something. It's like I'm watching the new one. It's like where'd that come from? I got. I know. I know. <laughs> That's what I said last night. I was like, I didn't know they had a Mr. And Mrs. Smith fight. I mean, <laughs> they were knocked down, drag out fight. And I was like. Did they just insert that later on into the thing? Because I know I missed that four, four or five times. Either way. I'll tell you, you what, they, they hurt Hollywood, though. I was watching last night. Yeah. I was watching Run I, I always was fascinated with submarines. And I was watching Run Silent, Run Deep with Clark Gable in it. Man, it was oh. good. Oh. They don't do it like they used to, man. Yeah. Don Rickles was a tough guy. Yep. 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 You remember... um. What's the one with uh, Henry Fonda and on the PT and um, James Cagney was the captain? I, I don't Mr. Remember. Roberts. Yeah. Mr. Roberts. And uh, that was before McHale's Navy had came out. But yeah. it was uh, 
the Kales uh, Navy. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> what was the Japanese kid's name? <laughs> remember the little uh, Japanese dude that was on there? Or, yeah, 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 I yeah. Mean, he was cook. They, yeah, they yeah. can't do that anymore. We're too big valley. Big Valley, the cook was Asian too, out there in San Francisco. Big yeah, Valley, Bonanza, Hop Sing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So he was building the railroad. Yeah. <laughs> God, let's do the railroad. Do no. the railroad. No, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm not going behind the bar. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> I don't know. I can't help it, man. I can't help it. You asked asked on Twitter today, what do you miss from the 70s, 80s? I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Comedy. Right. Oh, my God. When we used to laugh at ourselves. Right. Right. Yeah. Man, oh, man, I'm not not for this time. The question question that I asked, and and actually everybody can answer it in the chat room, is what do you miss from the 70s, 80s, and 90s? What do you miss that we don't have anymore? You know, I was listening to something on the, on the radio and somebody brought up the Walkman. <laughs> walk I do. I had one in Korea. I had one too. I mean, and, and I even had little speakers for it. I mean, I, 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 now I, I got that when I got into the military. <laughs> I, mean, I got little speakers. Though. And but, you know um, what? L- listen to this. This is 1984. All right. And we're sitting on my track vehicle. A Mexican dude, me, and another guy listening to Richard Pryor on that thing. Oh, man. Sitting right on the track, right on the track vehicle, out there with the speakers up and cracking You remember up. those records? You remember yeah. those Richard Pryor records? Yeah. That's where yeah. I first heard them. And Bill Cosby. I miss when we actually yeah. had decent music. Spanish Fly. Yeah. 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 Oh. Right. Uh, man. I mean, you know what, too? People talk about... They say the eighties was bad, right? They say the eighties are bad. I'm glad, I'm so glad we got rid of the eighties. I, I love the eighties because that's because that's really what grew me up. I mean the movies me and everything. Too. Yeah. But if you look at all the movies of today, they're uh, trying to go back and remake the movies of the of the eighties right? and early nineties. And with with woke woke stuff, they're trying to with woke stuff to it. Right? Ruin them. Right. Yep. Exactly. It's like they're it's like they're purposely trying to ruin our legacy. Yep. Well, in some cases, too, it's funny because, like, Ghostbusters, they remade uh, with a bunch of what? chicks, and it was horrible. And it sucked. And, and it Everyone's sucked. horrible. Every single thing they put out is horrible. But now, see, they're starting to try to remake it again with, like, kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Archie Bunker and his non-political correctness. You know what? And we're still was- having to deal with Meathead. Right? Yeah. Why the hell? What happened to Meathead? He was anti-war. I was watching something the other day, and Archie Bunker uh, was sitting next to this woman. I'm not gonna play it, but uh, I mean, if I can find it, well, you know, probably get taken down. He was yeah, like, I was gonna uh, say, don't you can't play Archie Bunker on these platforms. Like, like, Come on, too much fun. He said, uh, "Aren't you?" He said to her, uh, "How do you feel about your man? Don't people talk about your husband?" She said, "Why?" Cause he cooks and stuff, and I don't. No, cause he's yeah, cause he's a fat. <laughs> I was like, where is that? It, it was everywhere. 
I mean, look, we had this gay dude in the military in the, when I was in the infantry. Mm-hmm. And the first sergeant used to straight out dog him in formation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's South Sidio swinging around at? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, too? Some of, some of them back then, some of them, not all of them, they knew how to carry a joke. Yeah. They did. They knew how to carry a joke. People knew how to carry a joke back then. And we laughed at ourselves. Because what that guy did is what you should do. He joined an organization. The organization didn't join him. Right. He joined the Army. So now it's time to be in the Army. We're not bringing all this stuff into the Army. Well, we are. And that's why we are where we are right now. That's why we got freaking Air Force guys lighting themselves on fire for Palestine. Yeah. Insane. I do need to correct Dean on something. Meathead is not an ex-parasite. If you read Meathead's tweets and understand he's either a, a CIA operative and they're just telling him what to say, every Meathead tweet makes way more sense. Yeah. Same way with a lot of different things that you're seeing. The same way with the NFL. Yep. Oh, man. When the NFL came on, man, it was the NFL. It, I mean, it was men, okay? It was men. You live in I mean, Baltimore. Not- I, lived, I lived in Pittsburgh. It's the one thing in our city that could bring everybody together. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. slapping high fives with each other. I mean, everybody. Why would the NFL try to be divisive? Here's it's the not, thing, too. It, the company's not doing it. The freaking government's doing it. Here's yes. the thing, too, about um, – the NFL and baseball and stuff back then too. Um, when you, if you didn't go to the game, you were at somebody's house watching it. I mean, yeah. there was, there was rarely anybody doing a whole lot of work on Sunday. If it wasn't an NFL season or major league baseball season and whatnot, because they were in there watching it. If they weren't at the game, they were they were inside watching it on TV, and we still had some that were listening to it on the radio on the front porch. But another thing that we miss is sleeping with your front door, um, your front door unlocked. Many people used to do that. And your windows open. Leave your windows open at night. And another thing that I used to notice because I used to look at it every night because I moved my bed up to the window is I could see stars. I could, I could see stars at night. I can't see it now, but I used to see stars at night. You heard you know? of Tom, you heard of Thomas soul. Oh yeah. He's a, he's a little older than us, but he told a story. He lived in Harlem and said, people used to sleep on the fire escapes. Yep. Wow. He said, there was never any, you never heard a gunshot. I mean, obviously there was shots. Police. But- Police yeah, yeah. A lot of people sleeping on the streets now. <laughs> yeah. A little different context. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and yeah, you know, commercials were better. You had women in bathing suits selling crackers. Now, now you have homosexuals selling um, um, get well cards and stuff like that. You know what I miss from the eighties too was shame. Remember how people would actually be embarrassed by stuff. Yeah. You know, and now you have. Like, like these, these women brand. And it's okay them. to be shame, right? What's that? It's okay. It's okay to shame be. There's a good emotion. Right. Just, it's an emotion. Like, yeah. I mean, you get girls like bragging about how many people they slept with or guys bragging about how many people they slept with. <laughs> you know, you got all these people doing you things that? that they should just be embarrassed by. 
Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, you got a whole team. I, I watch this show when I eat. You know, I eat at the same time every day, pretty much. And mm-hmm. I watch that. I don't know if you remember Jerry Springer, but he had a oh. he had a security guy named Wilco. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, and, yeah. And he got Steve. his own show. Yeah, Steve. Steve, Steve Wilco. He got his oh. own show. Yeah, yeah, and the stuff that these people admit to on national TV in, yeah. front, of a, in front of a live audience, yeah. I'm going, oh my god, man! How, yeah. how could you just tell everybody the intimate details mm-hmm. of something nobody yes. wanted to hear? Oh wow, well, the audience did, but oh man, you know, you know what kind of slowed that down was that time where um, the young little white kid they brought him out and he sat him down and. He thought that the girl was going to profess her love to him, and then it turned out to be a dude. (laughs) (laughs) And when they got back to the city, he killed her. Well, he killed the dude. Uh, Yeah, I saw a whole whole, uh, whole documentary about that, about Shock shock TV. Shock TV, yep. How how Oprah used to be that way, too, but she stopped when when that happened. Geraldo, the same... You remember that fight with Geraldo? Yeah. That KKK fight that happened? Remember? Oh, yeah. And, and Nigel Ennis's dad. Nigel Ennis was um, on um, the Big Mouth. Uh, it was his dad, not Nigel. I mean, yeah. Uh, Roy. 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 Roy Ennis was on the Big Mouth. Yeah. Well, um, Downey. Morton Downey. Morton Downey Jr. Jr. That was a yeah. freaking nutty show. <laughs> you had groupies going to that show. Yeah. Morton. I mean. Secaucus, New Jersey. I don't know what Al Sharpton said, but. Ennis got up and he and <laughs> he, he called him a punk he F. Up his boots. He put up his boots. And everybody knows you don't talk crap to somebody who has a higher ground. You just don't do it, you know. Next thing you know, Al Sharpton did a backward flip in his chair, <laughs> literally, with his little jumpsuit, jump track back, back when he was big Al, right? Yeah. With the perm, with the with the uh, yeah, with that perm, yeah, yep. Pimp looking out, but man, that that um that chair flew because Roy was like soft spoken. He had like a yeah, he was like he an was. accent kind, of, some kind of accent, a- African accent. Yep, that you wouldn't yeah. expect him to be he like that. It, probably he, he whooped him up, man. Oh man, yeah, he did, he did. Um, but that's the that's the sixties, seven. I mean, that's the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Good topic. So, good topic. We yeah, I mean, that. I thought about it. Thought about it, you know. Did you have like, 45s? My mom had 30, uh, 70. She had 45, she had 33s, and then she had 78. 78s. Those things were fast. Yeah. <laughs> Those things were. And there wasn't even a, uh, at least the old Victrolas, there wasn't even like a powered speaker. It had that megaphone coming out. Yeah. yeah. And it had a, like a needle that was just a piece of steel. Yeah. I had one. I never got it to work, but I had one. How many times? How many times were you told, "Don't move close to the record player"? Yeah, because if you hit it, boy, <laughs> those those records on the seventy eight, they were made out of like glass. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like vinyl. They were hard. Yep, yep, and they were thick. You, you could got, use that for home defense if you needed to. Yeah, <laughs> we got some calls. Um, the um I I did not look at these, but they're three. So I don't know why they say thirteen. They're all ending thirteen, but it's not. 
It's not the same thing, so. It's not Vancouver. See. Hey, Wayne. My name's Nick. First time watcher. I, you know, listen to um, Lindell TV, and I never even oh. seen this on before. I don't Thank know you. how I missed it. Interested? My question is, what the hell took Mitch so long? We, nobody liked him. Everybody wanted him gone for years now. I don't know. I'm a Trump supporter. No, who knows? I may end up in jail for being a Trump supporter by tomorrow. But, hey, I'm a Trump supporter. I will be there voting for President Trump. Thank you, and have a great night. And I will be watching from now on. Thank you. Have a great day. Giddy up. All right. Thank you. That's right. Oh, man. Thank you. That was great. I, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, we broadcast on Lindell TV. Don't know what time yet. Uh, <laughs> ah, you find us. We don't have a time, so whenever right, you can right. catch us, yeah, whenever you can catch us, uh, you know, they're, they're um, you know, we don't have a time yet. So and we're on every but, platform that there is in podcasting. You can, yeah, yeah, we're everywhere. Us. Yeah. Or, you know, you, know, you can always download the Wayne Dupree Show app. It's free, and you can watch or listen to us anytime you want. Go ahead, Jack. I was going to say, to answer his question, if you're a new viewer to the Wayne Dupree Show, we have some running themes that we always say, and it answers a lot of questions. In the case of Mitch McConnell, it's always follow the money. Mitch is a seriously unserious person. If you owned a business, you wouldn't franchise him to run a McDonald's. He's in Congress, and he got rich off his political position. So why did it take so long? Because always follow the money. What else is he going to go do and make that kind of cash? Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something about that follow the money, especially with him. I think it, it has to stop some. Well, what I mean is it has to stop somewhere. Yes, I'm sure he's the buffer. But I think he's one of the head buffers type of thing. You know how... You, uh, I mean, I'm sure he has his connections with China and the more money over there. But for him here, over here in the United States of America, he was a top dog. So there's a whole lot of tentacles that reached back to Mitch, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? You're 100% right. I'll give you a little timeline here. Nikki Haley, Americans for Prosperity, pull their funding. Mitch gets fired. John Thune endorses President Trump. It's Decepticons. There's three of them right now. There's Thune, Cornyn, and Barrasso. That's the top top echelon of the people that are going to be anti-Trump in the Senate. They're going to do the exact same thing. I'm in the middle right now of starting to do deep dives on Thune. But then it messed me up because today Cornyn announced Mm -hmm. that he wants leadership role. Really? From Texas. Texas, you got to get rid of this guy. You got He's get the rid first of him. one to officially declare, too. Yeah. You got to, because Thune, and don't be deceived, but Thune and Barrasso are kind of playing back off a little bit. They're, none of them are as good as McConnell. Make no mistake, McConnell was the master. Right. But he's out of time. So yeah. now we have another chance to chip away at somebody. Don't don't be delusioned, disillusioned into thinking that Rand Paul is going to be the the guy or or Tuberville. They're not. This is a big organized club with a lot of money behind it, and you can see how much power that the AFP has. 
Well, and to look at kind of the, the two money avenues. One, he controls the funding for a lot of the Senate campaigns. So he picks, Mitch McConnell, that is, he picks who the nominees are going to be in these states through financial support. So if you've got a MAGA guy and you've got a non-MAGA guy, he's going to put money into the non-MAGA guy. We saw it in the last election. There was four or five people that were pretty MAGA that got no financial support from him. The second thing is he controls all the corporate cronyism and because he controls kind of what direction the Senate goes, what things they debate. And, and it's all a shell game where, hey, we pass this legislation that's going to benefit your company. Your company hires my cousin to do a job. I mean, it's it's just stuff right out of the mob. See, I, I would think that gives a little bit too much uh, uh, too much power to to McConnell. I think that the corporations are telling McConnell what to do. I oh, right, that's what I mean. So, so the corporations so. that are giving uh, them absolutely money. do. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's what General Dynamics and Raytheon. That's that's the Ukraine. The whole Ukraine thing is a big ad for them. You yeah, know, he's got to balance all these interests. You got one corporation telling you this. You got another telling that. You're deciding what to push. And if you look, this Ukraine bill that he's got such a so excited about, all that money goes back into companies that indirectly or directly support him and his family and business associates. $48 billion of the 68 goes to the military <coughs> industrial complex. $48 billion. Why do you think they want to get that through? Well, um was it uh, the House and Senate, I guess, have worked out something for a temporary resolution? Continue it. Well, you know, and know. It, does, it doesn't say a damn word about the border either. It's all about appropriations. Come or on. Or Ukraine. Or Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's basically just a continuing resolution. Or mainly it's just a continuing resolution. Yeah. Or yeah. like, I think, eight of the budgets. It's Were you like me? When I heard that, because when I heard it, I went to go look for some information, and I just did a huge skim. I went. I was looking for Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Ukraine I was looking Ukraine, for border. Ukraine. I was looking for border, <laughs> and there's nothing there. No, I didn't see anything. I I'm like, like, dude, look, man. I, 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 I I'm like, look. It's Saturday morning, if you don't close the border or shut this government down, Mike. Saturday morning, you got blood on your hands. Yeah, and I'm done with you. Yeah. Well, and what's sad, too, is we're getting to the point where it's almost going to be too late for them to leverage the power of the purse. Exactly. Because maybe I mean, that's you don't where want, they're going. Yeah, you don't want the government shut down, you know, the month of the election. Like, that would be that would be bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I was looking off to the side. I was trying to find something that was connected to that last thread that we had. Um, if you look at the Federalist.com, there's an article in there that illustrates all of Mitch McConnell's failures in the last 30 years. Oh, yeah. It's un it's unbelievable what an anti-American guy this guy was. It really, it's, it's, you can see, you can see the development of the history of our nation through Mitch McConnell's actions. Which Mitch, really Mitch did exactly what he was paid to do by all the donor class. Just like Nikki Haley's getting paid to damage Trump. Everybody knows Nikki ain't going to win. She just needs to damage Trump. I heard a good a good uh, theory about her, too. That this guy was saying that maybe what she's trying to do is the more she has 20 delegates right now. There's not really the only place that she's really has potential to win is D.C. 
Yep. Um, but everywhere else, she's not going to win. So she takes some delegates to the convention. Floor fight. And a floor fight. And, and, and will Trump, what normally happens is the nominee will give concessions to the person that's threatening the floor fight. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. And um, but as we know, we know as we know, we saw that SCOTUS is going to take up the immunity case. Whew. And that's, that's um, scary. It is scary, isn't it? I mean, that could, that could change the entire country for. It, I, yeah, exactly. That's the only thing I was thinking about last night. I, is I, I mean, pray for him, man. I pray for him. I was looking at every, and and Trump was like, "Thank you, thank you so much for taking it." I was like, "Oh man, okay, well, I'm praying, I'm praying hard because." You don't, it's not a sure thing. Like in the past, there were times that you knew it was going liberal. You you, you knew what they were going to do. Or you hope that it would go conservative on a, on a couple of things. We're back to the hope it goes conservative for this one. Because, you, because the last couple of rulings, honestly, has been against us. Has been against... And I don't know where y'all fall on this in vitro thing, um, the IVF. I've been like avoiding it, man. Somebody enlighten me. If we got to talk about it, you got to enlighten me. But, okay, Jason, you can enlighten me. But the question, <laughs> the question about the IVF thing, well, in addition to the IVF thing, you remember how you said that stay away from the abortion type of stuff and everything? In a federal okay. election set settings. But now they brought the IVF into the federal, I mean, into his election cycle because it had never been up there like that. And then even though I, uh, um, I titled it that Republicans held up the legislation, which they did, but it looks bad that the Republicans held up the IVF, the Senate Republicans held up the, um, the legislation. Am I right, Jay? Uh, you know, you're shaking your head. Yes. Right. Yeah. Democrats have nothing to run on this year. So they need to run on Trump's a dictator, but frankly, people just aren't buying it, especially with them weaponizing the government. The abortion thing is quieted down because it's just a state's issue. So there was a, a court ruling about in vitro fertilization and the Senate's trying to pass legislation on it. I haven't read the legislation to see exactly what's stupid. I've read a couple people's takes on it. And it sounds like, it just comes down to like who's funding and and what the rights are of it and it's overreaching and that's why the senate republicans are doing but the the left is going to try to do anything they can to push this this narrative about hey roe versus wade and women's rights i think the interesting one though before we veer off from the supreme court i think if you look at all these cases trump like this case here is going to push one of his cases after the election. The Supreme Court's going to rule on the 1512-2C, which is what all the January 6th people were charged with. And they're going to rule on this, this Colorado ballot thing. So I suspect Democrat campaigning going into, in, into the presidential and House and Senate is we need, they're going to lean into that we need to expand the courts. We see this this corrupt Supreme Court. We need to overthrow it. That. I think yeah, that's yeah. going to be yeah, one of their right. top two or three talking points. Illinois came out last night and out of the blue. And I think they're, they're waiting. They're waiting so it gets closer and closer to not give us enough time to fight back. I was right. like, wait a minute. I thought, because 
actually, I thought Illinois said that they were going, but I guess that was somewhere else. But I was like, right after the Supreme Court said that they were going to take up the immunity case, then Illinois said he's off. He's off the ballot. You know, I, I noticed. Like, I noticed something else. I wanted to see if it was just me. Um, you know, lately I've been bringing up things about how people come out. They're professional intelligence types are trying to inject things uh, into our conversation to make us go against each other. You know, and you have this phenomenon of a lot of black Americans supporting Donald Trump for the first time oh, because yeah. of because of actions that are going on around them. Is it a coincidence that every leftist DA or judge in this whole fight against Trump, except for Jack Smith is black? No, wait, hold on. I'm I asking. That up. I'm, I'm no, asking. No, I, I brought that up a while ago. It's it's either um, a woman, yeah, black, or um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was mostly black, and then there was Latino woman and stuff. But it wasn't a white judge, or it wasn't a um, even the DAs, a, a white prosecutor, right? It, 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 exactly. And I mentioned that months ago when I was like, you can't, I mean, it's almost what they did to Barack Obama. Uh, when he got up there, you can't say anything because he's black president. And if you do, then it's racist. And I kept looking at these DAs and they were all black or they were all Latino women that uh, the judge down there in Miami is Latino. Yep. And they're all, they're all, they caught them. They're all talking to each other. Yeah, they're talking well, yeah. to the Biden administration. So that's what I was thinking. It's like, are they going to false or mistakenly think that this is going to start a rift between blacks and whites and make, make Trump a racist or I, I think, I think well, he hasn't said he, he, now he hasn't said anything about it and he shouldn't. He has stayed true to who he was in the thing in, in, in how he attacks them. But sooner or later, our side's going to say something and, 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 but, and, when I side, when I say I side, there's a con, there's a contingent of individuals around that have like I, I guess bought the farm on identity politics, and they are really going at it. They're, more than I've ever seen before. They're really. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching something a long time ago. No, I was watching something a couple nights ago where some conservatives were like, I don't see color. I don't see it. And then those same ones now are talking issues of color. Don't like, let your buttons get pushed, folks. Don't do it. Yeah, don't fall for the racetrack. From all here. sides, both sides. Don't do it. Right. Don't let somebody live in your head like that. Well, and I think there's obviously a plan. Like a lot of these are Soros connected or, or whatnot. But I, I think they just find target-rich environments for egregious black women who i mean if you look it's one of the one one of trump's worst demographics for you know polling if you break it down like that so i just think there's a lot of angry black women i uh, see I, I think it's i think it's more orchestrated than that i i remember when joy reed remember when joy reed thought she had a, a, a she had a hot mic and didn't know it yeah and she was talking about biden and she was praising him as the you know, the next savior of the world. And then she thought her mic was off and she said, he's starting another effing war. <laughs> I don't think they believe what they're saying. Oh, I, I know they don't. I know no, they, 
they don't. No, I'm just saying the judges. I think they just found sympathetic judges, and they just happened to share that characteristic. I don't know if it was to get the race fight going. Could be though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think. It, I, think yeah, it I don't was. think. You know. I don't think it. I don't think it was that. But I did see something back months ago. I was like, <laughs> when I'm because it, it was Alvin Bragg and it was Letitia James and it was. On the black one down, uh, Fanning Willis, and then there was a Latino woman down there. Right. I was like, "Ain't no white men." And now, Aragon up there in D.C. or he's in the C, right? Aragon, New York, New York. Yeah. Okay. He came later after all that. Okay. But and could they like, find a creepier white dude? Oh, the creepiest old, dude, old man. white dude. Did like, are you it. shocked if you find he has children chained to the basement? Like, Poor let's gay. be honest. Poor gay. This hey. dude goes to the gym wearing sweatpants with no underwear. Put the put the lotion in the basket. Um, right. <laughs> it turns out Judge Enron has a cave down into underneath his house. But you know I, what, too? I have to say something about that judge, though. And I know, James, I know you tried your best. The dude is smart. Oh, yeah. The dude is smart. He let you go ahead and do all your say, talking. He didn't say nothing. Nope. I was like, I was waiting. I was like, and and the judge was sizing him up and down, trying to look. He said, "What'd you say your name is again?" That was, was the like, worst. Oh, he got you. He got you, man. That, that was the worst O'Keefe ever. I know it was. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you even drop this? He shook his hand and like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I would have deleted that one. There's some <laughs> there's some videos that don't need to go. There was nothing of value. But I mean, the whole time, I mean, he got up and I was like, something not natural about this. It, it's not going the way it usually is going to go. Uh-huh. And the whole time, yeah, you know, we got to get rid of, you know, we got to we gotta take him down. Judge like. Yeah. yeah, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I'm here for the women's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Creepy. Oh, God, James. But no, I mean, but you know, he does. He does say we got a, we got another, we got another, uh, got another call. Hey, ready? Touch Wayne J. Rob. You. This is big bad black conservative. You guys have got to stop pushing that daggum uh, uh, Scott Pressler. He's a homosexual who doesn't agree with nature. He doesn't agree with God. He's registering a bunch of people, and you don't know who any of these people are. The Republican Party has an issue right now, a huge issue. The huge issue is that we're registering people, and they're coming into state conventions all over the state attempting to change the state party platforms to conform to homosexual lifestyles. We do not support that. We have never supported that. We will never support that. I beg of you to stop pushing Pressler or Harmeet Dillon, for that matter, because she's right in line with him in all of his antics. We've got to find somebody who's actually interested in keeping the party strong and not changing the party to some woke mentality that we can't get rid of. Thanks, guys. I do. I do know him, uh, and um, I've. I mean, I've talked to him. We've talked many times about um, different things with about the uh, about the conservative party, um, to say the least. And we interviewed him a couple of times, didn't we? I think so. Yeah, I think he's so. a great follow on Twitter, by the way. He's yeah, very involved yeah. in local politics. Mm-hmm. And um, if there's one thing that I think it's true to form, 
even though you might catch us doing the opposite, but sometimes we get caught up and stuff. We, if you have an opinion, we want to hear. It. You know, all of our opinions don't align all the time, so we don't all say the same thing. If you take the the gist out of what he was saying, uh, I don't think he. You know, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, and I'm not going to interpret. I know what he's talking about because I've seen it. I remember when we came into the conservative movement, Hutch, back 12 years ago, when we went to CPAC and the log cabin Republicans were fighting and were arguing that they couldn't get in, that they were being kicked out or something like that. And log, and log cabin Republicans are the, the gay Republicans or whatnot. And they called themselves the log cabin Republicans. So for... Uh, so for two years, three years, those early years, we really didn't see a whole lot of that stuff at CPAC. Yeah, it's all over CPAC. I mean, I don't know if y'all saw a video. Of, if I find it, I'll, I'll play it. But um, <laughs> seriously, this well, you know, this thing, this thing was at CPAC, and the guy and the guy interviewing him was giving it to him. He was like, "You shouldn't even be here." This is not what this um, conference is all about. And, and you know, I, I mean, I I was like, well, you usually don't see that all the time. But, yeah. I'll tell so, you what I said. The last time I was there was in 2020. And I only went into Gaylord a couple times. I, I, was, I was just there for one day just to meet some people. And what I saw, I'm going to use a word that the audience might not understand. But I noticed there was a whole lot of Chinese people there. And I never saw that before. And I, I figured it as a good thing. I mean, I guess they seemed like they were, you know, along the same lines as what we were saying. Uh, but that, that it didn't shock me, but it surprised me because I had never seen that before. You even called out, um, what's that dude? Grover. Yep. Grover Norquist. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you caught him up big time, though. That guy, man. <laughs> We, we had a big problem during the Bush years with infiltration by the Muslim Brotherhood at the highest level. Mm -hmm. Grover mm -hmm. Norquist is the highest level, him right. and his Palestinian wife. You know, I had guys it. telling me that I was wrong. I had to get in arguments with people over that. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure was. You were, you were, you were doing a show. What's he doing here? You know, kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing here? This Where's Shuhail Khan at? Yep, yep, sure did. This is the video that I was talking about. Uh, you're not conservative, are you? Um, that's debatable. I, I don't think it's debatable. You're definitely okay. not conservative. You're dressed well, in this uh, disgusting outfit. Senator Michael Kennedy to his Senate it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're dressed like a tranny. Done, what have you done to prevent... Uh, drugging and mutilation of children in the name of What are you doing to prevent uh, the homosexual? You're, you're normalizing transgenderism okay. and homosexuality. That's disgusting. That doesn't belong in the conservative party. So you're going to go share that. If yeah. you don't want to have a conversation, then don't talk. What's the, the conversation is yeah. you are like what is detrimental well, to the conservative party. Yeah, yeah, thank you. All right. I, I appreciate your nonchalantness when you're dressed like this. <laughs> all, right, all right man i'm uh, i'm with the interviewer i don't care 
Uh, that's that's some that's gross, man. That's there's nothing good that comes out of that. No, no. I think my take on like the Scott Pressler thing, I'll, I'll give two thoughts. First is, I think homosexuality is a sin. I think if you follow the Bible, um, I, I think Scott, by being a homosexual, is a sinner. And I think that it's to, for God to judge, not for me to judge. And I think if you're in CPAC, name the person in there that doesn't have sin. Name the person in there who, you know, hasn't done something that is against the commandments. I've not seen where Scott has pushed that messaging in the movement. So from that perspective, you know, I, I look at him no different than I would an adulterer or something like that. So now, I look at that as an attack, man. I look at that as an attack on CPAC, on, on, a, on the movement. I mean, well, that's I'm not... just talking about Scott Pressler. And the second thought I'm going to say is we're in a war and we've got to go to battle with the troops that we have. And that's part of why Republicans fail is because we're always looking for the perfect instead of what we've got now. You know what I mean? And I think Scott is the best on the ground person we have registering voters. He's the only one. He's, He's the, the only, only one. one. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm going to put my full throated support behind him because he's the only one out there doing it. So, so big bad, if you want to take up that mantle, I love <laughs> you. I will 100% support you doing that or if there's somebody else if we got somebody better i will support them doing that well he was saying that we needed some uh we needed probably the new gop or whatnot we we need them to go out and do the thing but i mean i see where you're coming from go ahead Ash. but look at what he's look at what the caller's saying he, he's saying that who is this guy registering right did he register that tranny you know that's what he's saying he's saying what you know, if that tranny's going to vote for President Trump, I sure as hell hope so. Well, I hope she stays away from our conference and stays away from our kids. Right. Because I've been in this for a long time. And every single year we go further and further and further and further to the left to where now we're talking about trannies at CPAC. I, right? You know what? And, and that's and that's why I brought up the CPAC thing, because for the first two or three years, we really didn't see much of anything. But the last... We haven't been there for the last two years, but and and the log cabin Republicans that you, the log cabin Republicans that you did see, you had no idea that they exactly. were log cabin Republicans right. unless they right. told you. But CPAC over the nine years that we went, you could see the the uh, you see the like regular people staying home, and the more I uh, that. That person that was dressing that isn't the first one. There was a dude with a um, with a beard that got walked out three years ago when we were in there, but he had on dress too. It's like I didn't know. And, and there's and you know it's not it's not the homosexuality part of it for me. No, no, no. It's no. the political part. Of it's it. a, right. right. It's you know, the, the, yeah. I mean, we're Rick, here. Rick Grinnell is a freaking homosexual, and he's one of the best DNIs we ever had. Yeah, he was. He was on or, one of their panels. The fact of the matter is, the like I don't care who you're banging, just don't make it a thing. And Rick Grinnell never makes it a thing. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, by, and on, on Rick on Rick Grinnell, thanks a lot for Kathy Barnett, brother. Yeah, yeah, I I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, because me and Rick, all right. me and Rick had a little 
back and forth about um Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, he, you know, he was that was a gut punch, man. He he took the negative side oh. for that one. But uh, uh we that was we, a gut punch and we got Fetterman. Yeah. I got a uh we got another call here. Um it doesn't have the phone number. These are just ugh. I just like like long number. Wait a minute. See, I don't know. I don't know whether this is Vancouver. So there oh, you go. let's get more Carl. This this might have been one that we already played. So if it is, forget it. Hey Wayne, totally being respectful here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Played that one. we played that yesterday. Okay, um, let's see. What is this one? Hey, I thank God for you guys and. Um, you know, we know that Washington has built a dam of lies, but truth being is being truth is being exposed, and it is breaking the dam of lies. And the American people are beginning to see it. And truth, I think, I think we blade that one too. Um, Molly, Molly, who sent us one last week, she has. Okay, this is part two. Author Molly, your kitchen coach, calling you back to tell you I will be addressing some of the things I told you regarding Zelensky and Trump meeting to the Texas Rangers. And I, uh, I just want to tell you that there is a lot of criminal murderous individuals who care nothing about you, me, or your business or your families, only their interests. Mark my words, you protect yourself because right now Trump is in the light and he needs protection like he's never had. And I'm praying for him because he is unlawfully scrutinized. I send you my love. Author Molly, your kitchen coach. <laughs> Molly Ann Holt. Student, medical, in law. I love you all for being a patriot. 3103. Three. No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Don't leave your number. Now yeah, you know Carl's where gonna hit you up. Now you know where she's <laughs> from. Um, as we know, uh, Biden and Trump are going out to the border today. If they're not there already, Biden, this is his second time down there. Uh, uh, president Trump went down there a few times while he was president. He's going back down Technically, there. Technically, it's Biden first. The first time he went down, he wasn't within like a thousand miles of the border. You are so he was right. Barely in Texas. And that's why I'm getting ready to play. President this. Biden going to Brownsville. Did the Border Patrol Union ever get any outreach or invitation from the White House about that visit? Not at all. And I didn't expect it. He's not going to listen to voices of reason. He's not going to listen to people that are going to tell him what he actually needs to secure the border, the programs, the operations, the policies. He doesn't want to hear any of that. And if he would have invited me, that's exactly what I would have said. Goddamn, we would have been in your face. That's I'll tell you what, guys, that's significant. <laughs> that is significant. That is a leftist union. Yeah. 
That's a government public sector union. That is a leftist union, and he's the president of it. They never go against Democrats like that. Nope. That's significant. And the Teamsters are going with Trump. Yep. They donated $45,000 as much as they were allowed. We are seeing the weirdest political transformation ever where some of these leftists, like the folks in, in the African-American inner city communities who are just screaming for Trump now because they just can't take any more pain, the unions that just can't take any more pain, it, it's remarkable that they're, they're seeing all these Democrat policies come to a head and they're like, Oh my God, we got all our wishes and it is awful. Why were we, why are we supporting this? And look on our side. My co-host last night brought up the McFamily. McDaniel, McCarthy, McConnell, boom. Yeah. All out. But, but now based on what you were saying, now we got John, um, the three Johns. Well, we got to, what we got to do now is we got to elect a decent Senator to replace McConnell. It's going to be an incremental thing. We're not going to do it all at once. Yeah. It's, it's built so we can't do it all at once. And I think that's a good thing, but we've been so deep into this for so long, it's going to take us a while to you know dig out of it. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, as we look at the long game 10, 20 years from now, let's say we have 10 to 20 good we members of the House. <laughs> we need to continue to increase that number. Are we going to have a House in 20 years? It's going to depend on the Supreme Court right now and then a bunch of other things down the road. But the first thing is that immunity hearing. I know. Because if he if they blow up that Judge Roberts, just tell what you did. Nobody cares about the tapes. I know. Like, Am I wrong? Do the right thing. Am I wrong for sitting and worrying about this? No, no. I no. mean, I mean, you know, it's not a dunk. It's no, not a Roberts Ro- Roberts changed the freaking wording to allow Obamacare. I mean, this guy yes, is. He uh, yes, he did. Yes, you know, he did. Yep. He's got. He's got a freaking uh, sure deep right. state, deep state Democrat operative in his I office. That. I forgot about that. It was. You know, it was. It was not constitutional. Right. This is and so. Roberts changed it. He did for it to go. You, you're, Created you're, taxes. You're, yeah. I was going to say. I've been on record saying there's a thirty percent chance we don't have a standard election this year. We don't have an election. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's how this is worse than that. This, this right, is that, well, that's how convinced I am that things are going to get really wild really fast. If they if they don't uphold the immunity, that means that the elected officials are no longer in charge. That right. means that any agency, any federal agency can charge the president with crimes, even while he's in office. A president. Right. Yeah. Any president. If the, if the ruling if the ruling is, is made, then you're not immune for anything. I think it's going to be, and, and they, when this first started, I said, I hope this doesn't make it to the Supreme Court because we, we have legislation that says if you're president, you are exempt from the laws until you get impeached for conduct, exactly. and then the laws can go after you. And that was the law of the land so that the president didn't get hit with stuff and it's kind of a catch-22 because you know there's there's legal wording that you can bend and spin and and all that but this ruling either they're going to say yeah the president isn't immune which is scary or they're going to say yep the president has full immunity if he's not impeached 
which actually opens up kind of another scary door. Cause like right now Biden could do whatever he wants and you know, the Senate wouldn't impeach him. So it's, I mean, both are scary. It's but one the, of those like the, the country voted for that. Right. You know what I mean? That's why this is so important. Right. You know, the thing is I, I heard somebody say something the other day and it, uh, I mean, I knew it all the time, but I just never, never thought of it that way as a man. If you want to be president of the United States, you have to be prepared to kill a lot of people. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Every single president, well, including and Trump. Yeah. If you look at all the presidents and the stress of the job. Yeah. I mean, name a president that hasn't aged a hundred years in. Yeah. Years. Trump. He's right. the only He's one. The only one. Look at well, Obama. Oh, dude. Look at George W. Bush. Hell, he well, killed it. Well, I mean, we have to say, no, no, Trump has aged, but not like those guys. Not like those guys. I saw a guy throw a freaking pen up on stage, and my man whoop caught it, yeah. signed the hat, and threw it back. Yeah, but I couldn't but, do that. Yeah, but though you talking about 2016? Though. No, I'm talking about the, I don't know when it was recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, but you know there, there are there are a couple of things, and then yeah, maybe maybe we might be looking over it. That's fine and stuff, but. I am noticing a couple things. So I'm like, man, I hope that doesn't become front. I mean, and that's what we do on our side too. We don't say anything about the stuff that we do see, but we hope that the other side don't see it because if the other side see it, then we have to defend this, but we're still talking about the other side doing that too. So I I saw some stuff that he's aging a little bit, but he's aging like Brick Hume. He's not, he's not aging like Joe Biden. Yeah, no, those, no, no, uh, no, 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 he's not. He's I not. wouldn't support him if he was like Joe Biden. How yeah, many those, people, those how many presidents people just go in the microwave, man. They come out on they, the other uh, side. Yeah. I mean, Bill Clinton, oh, he was a young, I mean, he looked like the young kid stuff when he went in there. And when he came out, he looked like he was wearing a cane. I mean, um, they carry a cane. I'll tell you what, he's the same age as Trump. Right. And, and he hangs but, out with Hillary. I mean, she yeah, went, yeah, man. Yeah. Whoa. How many? You know, I'm just saying. He's you just like smells in that house. You oh. wake up in the middle of the night. Whoop! You know. <laughs> yeah, Hillary just looking at you. Oh. Medusa. And then um, the time when the heat's up. Oh, I know. I mean, why? Why? Why do we smell like dog dookie in here? <laughs> what, what's going on? Did the what? cat pee? Did the cat pee on the couch or something? And imagine poor Bill, because he's nailing all these chicks, and he's got the one, right? Well, whatever. And uh, and he's got, he's got Hillary there, and that has to be so uncomfortable. Cuck. <laughs> That's one of those cuck. And he's sitting in there with with Webster Hubble's daughter there and stuff. You know? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Maybe all his flights to Epstein Island were just to get away from Hillary. <laughs> he's, like, that. he's like, man, I just need to get a break. Give me I don't know if you want to go on the island. What was the, the, the symbolism of that painting with him in a dress? Oh, come on. That's because you Epstein owned him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and Bill, that you is know. A, you're my bitch, Bill. You're Bill, my bitch. <laughs> Almost, almost, almost made it. Um, Uma Aberdeen is with George Soros' son. I saw um, that. 
another Jewish guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Huma. Well, and it's funny too because kind of makes me think of gorilla. Yeah, all of the interconnected people. <laughs> I won't go any further now. I'll just say gorilla. Oh my god, Hutch, Hutch, um, Hutch had this story. He didn't tell it last time. He said that he was going to tell it one day, but he had this. Um, we kept wondering why or who was going to turn on Hillary Clinton. We kept wondering. Like, I guess I'm still surprised on. nobody did. Right, people like you know, that. And 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 this show is this show is known for calling people out, but it's also known for solutions. And Hutch came with a solution that day. Well, it's pretty easy. I mean, you're you're in the middle of New York, and you're big time in New York. I mean, your husband just ran. Your Jewish husband, Carlos Danger, whatever his name was, just ran for mayor. You know, and you're sitting there. They got this laptop, and nobody wants to turn on Hillary Clinton, right? And, and Huma Abedin was like Hillary Clinton's squeeze. She was with her all the time. And her, Huma Abedin's mother was in the Muslim Sisterhood. Sure was. In Saudi Arabia. Was the editor of like the Muslim New York Times or something in Saudi Arabia. Yep. And so she's big time into the Muslim Brotherhood. And she's almost the first lady in New York City. Basically. And I'm thinking, man, this, guy, this lady, she's got to freaking give it up on Hillary Clinton. There's an easy way to do that. You know, How do you, you do that, Hutch? You go down. You go down to FBI. You bring her into FBI headquarters, mm-hmm. and you put her in the in the in the interrogation room. Mm-hmm. And it's the holidays, so you got to have a menorah in there, a Jewish menorah with the candles, going you know, a little music, a little shalom kavachim, shalom kavachim, shalom shalom, <laughs> and then the two big old FBI guys come in. Yeah, you know, you know, you got Saul Rosenstein. Comes in and, and Hyman, Hyman Gold's Pearl Guard and, and, and Pearlman. So you got Saul and Hyman in there. And Saul's over there. He's eating a cream cheese bagel, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> Hyman's over to fill the fish hanging out of his mouth, you know. And she just starts talking, man. She just, she's like freaking, <laughs> she's like Sammy the Bull, man. <laughs> Joe Velocci. And, and Hillary's gone, but they never did it. They never did it. They never did it. I was like, oh, man. I was yeah. going to say, Hillary Clinton's probably got to be on the top 10 list of people you don't cross. He I mean, still alive. I'm she's scary. She's scary. She's scary. She she's scary. I mean, I mean how many people scary. have committed suicide with a shotgun by shooting themselves in the back of the head twice? I mean, it's there, been a lot. i never forget. There was this one journalist. He was he was like 72, 73 years old, but he was um, working on something to expose something within the Clinton stuff. They found him in his apartment with a bag around his head. You remember that? A bag okay. around his head. And it was connected to uh, um, uh, 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 what's those engines? Those um, those uh, generators. It was connected to a generator inside the house. I guess he had tied his tied the bag around and they said it was suicide. If there's one thing, I'm 55. I never committed suicide, but I've seen people talk about certain things. And one of the main things is where people used to get hung and stuff like that. Um, your body fights to survive. Right. It, I mean, it said, wait a minute, you're trying to kill me. Okay. Your body starts to survive. 
How in the world did he tie his hands and 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 secure the plastic around his head with that carbon monoxide coming in there? And he said it was suicide. You know, the report never came out. How do you hang yourself from a bunk bed? I I was gonna say so. So I am the conspiracy theorist on the show, and I love all this stuff, right? And when the kill list and the people were talking about that. I always like to go and and like all these documents are available publicly, like right from the police or whatever. So you can get the original source documents. And I remember somebody had a list of all the people in, in their orbit that died. And so I started going right. back to read the police documents and, and I got like 10 in and I'm like, there is no way it's like people getting robbed and they got shot five times and people killing themselves, shooting themselves in the back of the head, like people hanging themselves. And it was all these things that anybody with half a brain could look at and go, there's no way that happened that way. Like that, it, it's not possible. Like you don't shoot yourself in the head twice when you're committing suicide. It's, and and, and once I got about press. 10 in, I'm like, I need to stop looking at these police reports because this is, this is really bad. And it, you know, it started before Bill Clinton was president. All right. I read a book right after he got elected by a state trooper in Arkansas, man. There's bodies all over Arkansas. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Ask Juanita Broderick. But I mean and and then we all remember Ron Brown and that yeah, plane Secretary that went Collins. down. And all those um CEOs or a, a few CEOs. You know, there's something about CEOs when they all get on a plane or a ship. Titanic. When they <laughs> when they don't get all started. on together, you be like, wait a minute. I don't th that this is one um, transportation vehicle I don't want to be on, you know, because something ain't right. You know, that that um plane went down and um hell now right. the wings are falling off and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, how bad is our airline? This, what was that story? There was this an airline CEO that like Said no, let me off this plane. I'm not flying on this plane. Right, because I've been to the shop where they make these things. I'm out. Right. We are seeing infrastructure crumble in real time. It's kind of remarkable, actually. Yeah, it's not cool either. I mean, no, I guess cool. I guess it's a it, it's okay to wake people up and shake people up a little bit, uh, but I hope we can come out the other side. But there's some of those man on the street interviews scared the hell out of me. Which you know, the, talking to the people that are like. How many seasons are there? Six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. How many yeah. states in the United States? I don't know. We'll just pick the number five. You know, Jimmy Kimmel, I don't I don't really want to highlight this, but I have to. Um, uh, Y'all uh, <clears throat> don't watch Jimmy Kimmel, do you? I don't. I've never watched the show. No. Other no. than clips, you know. I used to watch it back in the day when it was the man show. That was pretty funny. Um, when I, I say it like this, when we do this, or and like late night hosts, when they when we do it, it's funny. We will say stuff that uh, Trump. Let's see, we will say stuff that Biden said, but then we would put it to Trump, and then they would say, "Oh, I can't believe Trump said that." And then we're, and then well, no, that was actually Joe Biden. It would show how. Yeah, I see those. Okay, 
They did it this, with Obama too. Yeah, this, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They they really did. But Jimmy decided that he was going to do it with Trump's a couple of Trump supporters on the street where Trump was at. Uh, I had to shake my head at it, but. Well, what did you think when Joe Biden suggested that COVID could be cured by shining a bright light inside the body? Um, it is very sad that Joe Biden is clearly a dementia patient. Okay, I'm so sorry. These are not, I got my notes mixed up. Can I ask you this question? Can we start over and me ask you? Okay. Um, what did you think when Donald Trump suggested that COVID could be cured by shining a bright light into the body? It depends what that technology is. <laughs> I guess it's worthwhile for somebody to watch. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I mean, for me, for me, I'm like, I mean, I've seen certain things at certain rallies too, where the some of these liberals, they don't, I mean, they aren't afraid to go inside of the rallies to ask questions. And sometimes you're like, just pick somebody that is a little bit more educated, you know, but they don't. And when they ask questions and stuff, you're like, they're embarrassing people on both sides. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, we're going to have a civil war. It's going to be a civil war. And you know, we're, we're going to take back. We're going to really take back the country. Is that? And when you listen to him, you're like, again, guerrilla warfare, people, guerrilla warfare. You know, that's, that's, we don't, they're highlighting it. They're showing it. Um, and we have to defend you, but we would, wish that you didn't do stuff like that we wish that you didn't say stuff like that um yeah um let's see where is uh right here again it's very sad his mental capacity and that that is a very um uneducated statement oh, okay i'm so sorry these are not i got my notes mixed up can i ask you this question can we start over let me ask yeah. you a, okay um, <clears throat> what did you think when Donald Trump suggested that COVID could be cured by shining a bright light into the body? It depends what that technology is. Okay. Uh, what, what that's, did a, you... that's a broad spectrum because, you know, you have MRI machines and CT machines and uh, infrared and yeah. different things. So it just depends the context of that. What did you think of Donald Trump saying that getting through the 80s without getting HIV was his own personal Vietnam? Um. Dementia patient? No, no I don't believe that. Um, there are accusations that Joe Biden cheated on his wife with a porn star after his son was born. Um, and there's actually a paper trail showing he paid the sex worker $130,000 to keep quiet about it. Well, who did that? Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. And he, he was making, I think, less than $100,000 a year at that time That's as right. a congressman, and I mean a senator. Now, how does he do that? You tell me. Would you You're vote for someone that paid? Of course not. Okay. So Trump did do that. Trump had a fling with Stormy Daniels. And paid her $130,000. Hush money, yes. And you're voting for him. I am. My father had affairs too, and I still stay here. <laughs> How do you feel about Joe Biden using his bone spurs to dodge the Vietnam draft? 
Joe Biden has a problem. He isn't an American. He isn't a patriot. I'm sorry. I asked you, I said Biden and I meant Trump. So those were things that. Oh, can Trump? I, Trump. Yes. Can I ask you the question again? What yes, the right name? Meant. I'm so sorry. How do you feel about Donald Trump using his bone spurs to dodge the Vietnam draft? My brother-in-law had flat feet. <laughs> so I'm sure you cannot go into a military zone, a Vietnam zone, or any of the other zones with bad feet. Sure. You just can't do the job. I agree. And it actually impacts the other soldiers. Like Jay said, both sides. Well, the only difference is, is that notice the only way the left can do it is with lying. I was going to say, right, right. those clips were interesting. So the first clip, what was really interesting is if you remember when they said Donald Trump said inject bleach, what he actually said is use UV light in the body, which was real technology. So I found it interesting that Jimmy Kimmel used that. Because if you go back, Jimmy Kimmel was the biggest promulgators of Donald Trump said in Jack Bleach. So right. it's funny that they use that fact. The second one was interesting, too, because the guy's objection, if you listen to it, was how did he pay $130,000 in hush money if he only made $100,000 a year? It wasn't the covering up of the affair that he was critical of Joe Biden. It was how did he even afford to do that? Like that deserves investigation. Who, Biden? And, yeah, in the second clip. If oh. you watch it again. But, you know, every, now everybody talked about that back then. And I'm glad, well, I'm glad that he brought that up in calling out Joe Biden because Joe Biden was supposed to be the poorest senator back then. He would only ride the, the, the Amtrak train. I'd ride the train back yeah, and forth. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I think he was going. He knew that. He knew right. that. That you know. That's when he you know the hundred thousand you know poor. But yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Oh man, he he used to. So when all this money is going out, y'all, when all this money that you hear now and they got millions and millions and millions, you're like, well, dude, that narrative that you put out, not even close to being true. Right. Not even. Not even. But yeah, Joe, I, Joe Biden used to come here every come to Pittsburgh every uh, St. Patrick's Day. And he'd come here and he'd just play on these morons, man. Mm -hmm. The poor guys, steel workers and stuff like that, thinking this guy has their back. It's a shame. And it's if not... And look it, at his backstory. He has been everywhere and done everything and nobody fact-checks him on anything. Like, right. he was marching with Nelson Mandela. He was... I, it, it, and it's... If we had anywhere near an honest media... Yeah, if you think about every time when Trump says something, like CNN will live fact check him as he's giving a speech, and okay. then they let just obvious lies about Joe that Joe Biden says. Yep, and so they don't even about, like they don't even try. You talk nope. about obvious lies. If we had an honest media, Nelson Mandela would not be a national hero. Nope. Yep. Most people yep. don't know that. No, they don't. They don't. I'm driving down the street, and there's a big freaking giant billboard with Nelson Mandela's picture on it. Anything is possible. Yeah, you're and, right. And also, also look at South Africa now. I know, I know that I showed that because when I saw it, it reminded me of what CNN and the other networks do when uh, huge black stories happen. A lot of comedians talk about it, but and a lot of comedians 
it's funny to the crowd, but you can see that the comedian's like, God darn, man. What happens is they pick the most uneducated black person to talk about in that community about what happened. My had no teeth, you know, just, you know, just. They do that with white people here. Yeah, it's like. They have a big freaking breaking story and they go into the bar and ask somebody. It's like, what do you think about the detente in Russia, sir? Steelers! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Well, you know, uh, or or that um, or that uh, black dude that helped save the little white girl. So, um, uh, how do you feel like it? Oh shoot, I, I can't I can't remember what he said, but it was a. Uh, uh, Oh man, forget it, forget it, forget it. If I if I find it before we leave, I'll, I'll play it. But uh, be, oh, oh um, giveaway, dead giveaway, dead giveaway. I, um, if I find that video, but I'll play. So, what are y'all doing this weekend, real quick? Ah, uh, well, let's see. On the personal side, we got dinner with the kids, and we are uh, uh, talking grandbaby stuff. We got family coming over for Sunday dinner. On the work side. Um, I, I got to admit, we dug into the unfunded liabilities, the American Tribune guys and I, and when we talk about government unfunded liabilities, so we all know about the deficit, and I've railed about that a lot. If you look at the promised benefits and with the increase in those benefits that are promised to all these illegal immigrants, the numbers are staggering, and it's impacting us in ways we never even anticipated so there's a one of the guys in the tribune todd who has been on the show a couple times he uh his wife does eye doctor work and there's actually a clinic in minnesota that gives free eye care to illegal immigrants and like this is it's called the va well you're right no (laughs) and and it was funny so i we went down that rabbit hole in minnesota looking at all these free benefits and what people got to realize is much of this money coming out of the going to the illegals is coming out of that social security, Medicare, unfunded liabilities. And they call them unfunded liabilities because it means there is no money for it. You promise these people, these benefits 10 years from now, and you have no money set aside. And what is that, Jason? That's in the hundreds of trillions, right? Uh, The rough number, there's a lot of different numbers because it's based on the increase of expense, mainly in medical care. You're talking 131 trillion up to 250 trillion dollars of unfunded liabilities. It's remarkable. Thank you, man. I, I mean, I was trying to get some good feelings about. What were you like hanging out? I didn't know it's gonna. We we, we, we can talk about clip. the grandbabies. I I didn't know it was gonna turn into a news clip, uh, but um uh, the um the video the video I was talking about is Charles Ramsey. Hey Charles Charles, let me talk to you. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. You were, you you heard screaming. I heard screaming. I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside. And I see this girl going nuts, trying to get out of a house. So I go on the porch. Okay. I go on the porch, and she says, "Help me get out." I've been I'm, I've been in here a long time. So you know, I figured it's a, a domestic violence dispute. So I open the door, and we can't get in that way because how the door is, it's so much that the body can't fit through only your hand. So we kick the bottom, and she comes out with the little girl, and she says, 
Call 911. My name was Amanda Berry. Now, did you know who that was when you when she said that? When she told me, it didn't register until I got the call in 911. And then I'm like, I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Berry? I thought this girl was dead. You know what I mean? And, and she got on the phone and she said, yes, this is me. And the detective, uh, Cook, Cook, right here. Detective Gregory Cook says, Charles, do you know who you rescued? I said, I said. Now, and when did you see, when did you see Gina? About, about, about five. We're good. So about five minutes after the police got here, see, the girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house. So they went up there you know, 30, 40 deep, and when they came out was just astonishing, because I thought they were going to come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was, and like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got the, some big testicles to pull this off, bro, because we see this dude every day. I mean, every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You sure come up from? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot, and listen to salsa music. You sure come up from? Yeah. And you had no indication that there was not anything going on? bro, not a clue that that girl was in that house or anybody else was in there against their will because how he is is I just, he just comes out to his backyard plays with the dogs tinker with his cars and motorcycles goes back in the house so he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff you see what I'm saying yeah. nothing exciting about him well until the day <laughs> what, was, what was the reaction on the girl's faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight to be Bro, around people. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Something is wrong here. Dead giveaway. Dead Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very Dead much. Dead giveaway. Thank you very much for your time. And Either she's homeless or she got problems. That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love that guy. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. <laughs> I want dead him at the barbecue giveaway. myself. Dead, dead giveaway. Dead, <laughs> dead giveaway. Arthur Ramsey. See, I mean, maybe, maybe that is where it is right now. And I mean, maybe that is America. Maybe those are the people. Well, honestly, let's put it this way: we all know that guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I know that Sometimes guy. Sometimes we are that know, guy. That Let's guy. be yeah. honest. Yeah, we know that guy. We know. <laughs> if you want to see that guy, too, I'm watching this Fanny Willis trial, and it, it's on... Gorilla. Oh, yeah. I think I don't think that was real. I think somebody made that up. I haven't been able to find it in the thing. But it's like watching a Jerry Springer episode. You know how you, you used to watch a Jerry Springer episode? You'd be like, are these people for real? And, like, they're just so trashy. And a lot of times back then it was white trailer trash. And when when I watch this Fannie Wills trial, I'm like, you guys are such lying, conniving, trashy people. I can't even wrap my head around it. I think what's on trial there is the justice system. Right. I mean, uh, if if everything that I'm seeing is true, you know, like, okay, I heard you say that you didn't meet this guy until mm -hmm. this date, and he's had your garage door opener for three years. You know, if that's true, then it's a foregone conclusion. Somebody needs to go to jail. And their I think timeline, the their timeline does not match up. You know what? And... Um, I think, I think, I think y'all were talking about the way that she was talking. Um, Earlier in the week. Wayne. And here's the thing. If there's one thing, and 
what I'm getting ready to say is not racist. It's just true. There is one thing about black Americans in a corporate uh, environment. They can match their lingo for that environment. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, so that they don't so that they don't come off sounding hood or um, uneducated or what now until, until they come under attack. Right. Until they come under attack when they, when, well, and you know, that's, but I'm not way too. That's not way too. Exactly. Exactly. That's a lot of people because (laughs) we we get into it. It's not going to sound like me on the show. No, 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 no. You know, we can talk about this, the, um, um, the planet Neptune around the, the, um, the, um, Orion system, if you want, but you piss me off. It's, it's going to be some not so happy Christian words that are going to come out the mouth. And you'll be like, what? (laughs) I mean, I was going to ask you all this and I'm glad it just came. Have you ever been in a situation where you told somebody, just leave me alone now. Leave me alone. It's like, I'm asking you, look, I'm, and especially, especially if you got to turn around to that person. Listen, I told you to leave me alone. I'm going to say something that's going to hurt your feelings. I'm I'm asking you to do this so that we don't even have to get into this because I'm not going to apologize. Nope, they got to keep on doing. Next thing you do, I never liked you anyway. I I, I sign a paper down at the right. I I I bought you for fifteen dollars. I take you back. I take you back. I, you only cost fifteen dollars. I I'll go back and get a, a refund or get some change for this or whatnot. But you know that's people. People just don't know how to shut up. You know. And now in that particular um, thing down there, if you look at some of these uh, uh, um, uh, um, black American uh, video creators and stuff, they be calling them out, girl. You could have. I mean, you just. Dropped everything and just went hood, you know. That doesn't look good on you, you know. Especially as a government official. And that's one of the reasons why. With the ability to put people in jail. Right. She might be guilty and stuff. She's going to lose her job because of that. I'll tell you right now, she's going to lose her job because of that. Because if you you hire somebody hood in those positions, you don't. You know, you know I was going to say, if you hire anybody for an executive position, you expect a certain amount of decorum, regardless of the race. Like you're right. representing, you're representing your company or your business or the government. And I mean, I grew up in a trailer park. We talk rough, you know. So not but you, you do that no. in court. Oh, not yeah. not Jason. Giddy up. <laughs> All right, last thought right, of the weekend, and make it funny. You you be talking about the Constitution and the and the Battle of eighteen twelve or something. Like I that. was gonna say, so so tonight, so the kids are having the first baby, and we didn't know what to call him, so they landed on Gene. While we're in the period of not knowing like the the age and stuff, because Gene could be a boy or a girl, but we've taken it a step further. The wife and I, we are getting pictures of jeans like dna's that we're decorating the nursery with so it's super funny so and the kids are discovered what's that you're gonna be a grandpa gonna be a grandpa we're super excited about that and then shout out to my church 
Carl, tune in, eaglebrookchurch.com. At 9 o'clock Central is their first online service. They have a great online viewing community, You can, or you can go on YouTube, search for Eaglebrook Church. The series they're in right now is talking about men and women, how they're different, how they're both important. And yes, really, there are only men and women. So if you're looking for a good base church, Eaglebrook Church. Over to you, Hutch. All right, I had to schedule an eye appointment uh, for tomorrow morning so I can get into the VA before they shut the government down. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a spot there for me. I know there's a lot of Venezuelans in the area, probably need, <laughs> need glasses and whatnot. Uh, but I actually, I'm, I'm going to go in there and try to, try to get that. Uh, prayers to the people in Texas. Giant fire out there, 850,000 oh, yeah. acres. So uh, yeah. prayers for them. And, and just on a final thought, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have family, uh, especially if you're the patriarch or matriarch of said family, uh, organize Sunday dinners, like Jason said. We've been doing it at my family for a couple years now, and it's great, man. It, it's uh, Once it gets on the schedule, it's on everybody's schedule. Right. And uh, it's just a, a great couple hours every week to look forward to. That's what I'm doing that's this cool. weekend. Yeah, that's cool. That, that sounds like and you got to schedule it, or you just don't right, do it. Right, yep. And you make just it. For us, it's every other week. You make it to where you're coming unless you tell me you're not. And then there's some other family members that don't come as often. So you're not coming unless you tell me you are. Yep. And that way, whoever's cooking or getting the food together knows how much to get. And it's always at 5 o'clock. Don't be late. Nice. Because we're eating. All right. Did you say 858 acres? 850,000 acres. Oh, yeah. It's huge, dude. You know what that is? I know what it is. Bill Gates is getting ready to get some um, cheap land. He's buying it on sale. Oh, did you see that dude that bought all the Hawaiian land? No, no. I believe it, though. Yeah, yeah. Our, our media sucks so bad, man. I swear. It, I can't remember what he was. Uh, dot he he ran a a dot com thing, and he he's buying all the Maui land under LLC, so nobody knows. I can't remember wow. what the guy's name is. I just saw that. I'm like, wow. I wish it was Wayne Dupree. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.